Uh, I just believe in the process, and we're, we're going to win going through the process. Now, Bill's Mafia, it's time for the main event. So sit back and enjoy the show. Bill's Mafia, this is the Red, White and Buffalo Blues. This is Robin, this is Mark, myself, hey, Matt, and it was a super wild card. We had to wait for it, but it was a super wild card, and... It's divisional ahoy now. I mean, how do you guys feel? How do you guys feel about it? Uh, uh, unable to shake the. I mean, we will get into the game that that, that just passed, but we are recording this on a Thursday night, three days before. Unable to shake the jittery feeling that keeps cropping up each each time I try and be objective and and rational and and think. I think we are going to win on Sunday. I, I actually do. I actually genuinely do think that. But the 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 jitters and the thought of losing three times to to Mahomes in the playoffs is is uh, yeah, it's creeping up on me. But uh, I mean, what about what about the game? I mean, obviously going yeah. into it, going into it because because it is in the past and we won. So I, I feel good. I, 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 I genuinely think we played very well. I, I think um, there was a moment there, but I think when it got close, the Bills pulled it out and they did the right thing. And it was it was a weird one, wasn't it? In that it was hmm. like we we, right, we, right? we 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 battered them really. Yes, um, but we've we've got this way of managing to keep teams that are far worse than us in games. And yeah. I, I feel like we, we're obviously comfortably ahead, and we'll get into the specifics of it, comfortably ahead, no real issues at all, about to go in at half-time or, well, very near the end of the first half, 24 nil up. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, we managed to have a field goal blocked, and the block seems to go like 40 yards in the other direction. Yeah. Punter, get, punter gets injured. Um, yeah. And all of a sudden, like, like a few seconds later, they're in, and suddenly it's gone from it was going to be twenty four nil to it's twenty one seven. Oh, hold on! Suddenly, it doesn't look quite as rosy. We've got a habit of doing shit like this, and <laughs> I feel like against the better team, and but that, yeah, so uh, yeah, against the better team, we would have been potentially more punished. But we don't seem to do it as much against better teams. No. So yeah. maybe maybe we just we're very good at playing to the level of our opposition, and yeah. t- teams that are better than us we raise our game, or teams that are better we we raise our game. Teams that are crap we seemingly get bored and allow them to hang around, and it keeps, it keeps no us way. on the edge of our seat. So yeah, I need I need a comfortable just not you know, in the playoffs. We should have, yeah. We were three, we were going to be four scores ahead, and then all of a sudden it's two scores, and everyone's getting injured, and suddenly it feels like it's a lot more jittery. I mean, the fact that this was they were a touchdown away at one point in like the early fourth quarter mm. was ridiculous, really. Yeah, but Count, we did, this is what we do. It was 14 0. And the Steelers were driving down the field, and your friend and mine, everybody's draft crush. Everyone, everyone said he was. I told you, we all there. We've good. got the tapes. We've got the tapes. We all, we, we, all, it, we, we, all, we all knew. We all knew he was going to come good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After giving, after giving away an absolute shocker, and oh, and uh, everybody, every single Bills person calling for for him to be. Publicly flogged, Fine comes and pulls out pulls out a, a really a really cracking uh, interception on the uh, on the on the goal line, which directly led to the twenty one zero. So yeah. you almost got a point of inflection there that what could have been a fourteen seven turned into a twenty one zero, which could have been a twenty four zero, and then came back to a twenty one seven. So you, you know, yeah, it was the thing. Uh, played pretty well rest of the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially. Especially right. when you've got your backup is in there. I mean, I think this was oh, point. I think everyone was hiding behind their their pillows or something like that. When every time every someone went down, they're thinking, "Fucking hell, we've got the we've got the Chiefs in 
Well, potentially got well, the Chiefs in a couple of days. And well, at cornerback, at cornerback, you're missing Trey White, which we'd almost forgotten about because he's he's been out so long. As all Douglas was out, Benford went out. So mm. you're, you're already down to four, four and five, aren't you? Of your cornerbacks, Taron Johnson goes out. So if, if we say that he's, I'm not sure where you put him, but the third or the fourth, let's let's say we, you're kind of down to cornerback five and six with Dane Jackson. And, uh, at one at one point, we were comfortably. Corner the, the cornerbacks playing by the end of the game were five, six, and seven. Something and we like were, that, yeah. And we were on, we were on linebackers five and six. Yes. Which <laughs> they're all right. I mean, they're the AJ, considering considering that it's it, it's incredible the effort they put in. Mm, but yes. I mean, if we're playing the Chiefs with corners five, six, seven, and linebackers five and six. We ain't winning the game. Yeah, I think I I don't even see what happened to to Johnson. Obviously, they showed the clips on there of him making a tackle, and all of a sudden he's actually convulsing his left and his obviously was it his right right arm was actually like convulsing badly, like he's having a seizure. But I never saw anything before that or in that clip or or before that really that really hit home that made him that got him concussed. Yeah. That that was a strange one to me. Yeah, he he just sort of disappeared, didn't he? And then the, the the next you heard, he was being evaluated for a head injury. I mean, at that point, the injuries were, were we were getting a fresh injury every play. It was kind of hard hard keeping track of it. And I remember at one point, um, McGovern goes out for two snaps, and it was just like, oh Christ, what else? What next? And then he came back. He came back onto the field. You sort of you noticed them go off, but you didn't notice them come back in again. Mm. Um, yeah, that's that would be big. I mean, we might be. This is going to be. This is going to be the story, isn't it? This yeah. is going to be. This is going to be the story of how it goes because you know we won, we, have backs. we won the game. We we did the job. We're like, offensively, we look fine. Um, some of the some of the plays we'll get into. Um, Josh Allen's fifty-two yard run, mm-hmm. um, amazing. Right, apparently, um, absolutely. Uh, at the, the the fake slide is such a load of bollocks, and <laughs> no, it was a it was a juke. It was a dummy. It was a yeah. dummy, like like a Ronaldo dummy type type yeah. thing. And it might it might not be quite as quite as crisp as like James Cook does it, but it's certainly yeah. not him faking that he's going to slide. And um, mind me that reminds me that kid in college, like a couple of years ago, we actually did the actual fake slide and actually didn't even go down. Started sliding, then got himself up and actually um, ran for the touchdown. I can't remember who it was. And then they changed the rules mm. after yeah. that to stop teams, to stop people being able to do it. Um, so yeah, it was yeah, it was bollocks. It was never a fake. So that was incredible. Um, Kai, um, uh, Khalil Shakir's um, yes. catch for the um, the school to take us up to thirty one was unbelievable um, mm. and made me like. Minka Fitzpatrick is no is no mug, so mm. to get a break out the tackle and then get in like that, some of some of the Steelers tackling on the day was appalling. Um, yeah, but it was like that was amazing. Some of the contributions for some of the guys on on offense were, was excellent. Dalton Kincaid, I thought, had a really good game. Um, Dawson Knox scoring his, uh, I think, fourth. Four in a row, yeah. Four in a row, getting the first touchdown in the postseason, um, which is pretty amazing. He, he obviously had a pretty one, one or two pretty bad drops as well, but that's kind of what you expect with him. And it was kind of just like I never thought we were going to lose at any point, no. even when even when it was getting close. I never really thought I was going to lose, but the story is the injuries, and yeah. there was that period in like the when we were going through the third quarter or whenever it was that it was. You're exactly right. It felt like we were losing a player every other game, every other play. Yeah. And um, the 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 injury report for today does not does not look good. <laughs> it's uh, yes, I mean if you if you try and spin it in the positive way, I think the the three that I would argue are the most important are the three that were limited, which is Russell Douglas, Taron Johnson, and Tyrod Dodson. Yeah. Those, those are your three. If you get those three back in a functioning capacity, we may we may have a functional defense. To be honest, um, I think Douglas came out and said after the game well, he's, oh, well, he's Baker, that he was a hundred percent ready to go against the Steelers, but the, yeah. the, held him yeah. out. 
So I which wouldn't. Is, which is fine. You, you might do that in a wild card round. I think if unless you are, you know, dying in your bed, I think divisional round onwards you are playing unless mm. unless that. Like I, I am not a neurologist. Sorry to break it to you. I have no medical oh, training. Not in a professional yeah, capacity. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> don't, don't believe the certificates behind me. Yes, I am not qualified as a as a doctor, so I shouldn't keep claiming to be one. But uh, Taran Johnson is going to clear the concussion protocol. I'm going to make you that uh, that, that 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 prediction. He's going to put, be playing on Sunday. However, yeah. however they, they, they come by that. Um, yeah. It was good to see Leonard Floyd and Micah Hyde full practice. That's good. Um, yeah. Terrell, Terrell Dodson and Razzle Douglas really really important. Um, it'll be interesting to see if Balen Spector, whose two did not practice is now in a row, is mm, going to be yeah. interesting to see who plays that middle linebacker, whether it's Dorian Williams or whether they stick with AJ Klein. But, um, that's going to be that's going to be a really interesting one. I mean, McDermott yeah. hasn't ruled out Bernard yet. I mean, which Christ, is mad like... when you when you <laughs> see when you see the injury as well. I thought, well, that's his season. Maybe then he, he, had, get... he had the MRI. Yeah. 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 Felt like that was. That was his leg, but I mean, I know yeah. they, they, came, they came out and they because you assume it's like it's his Achilles or it's something really, really major. Um, but yeah. then they came out and said it was just a, a sprain or something, didn't they? Like the day after, yeah, yeah. He the, the MRI scans and all that came back negative for any any break or any any major damage. For me, he is a if he plays again this season, it'll be in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't think yes. he'll play. It won't play again until then. If he's if he's um, if he does recover, Christian mm. Benford's a bad one. I could like yeah. that. he's he's really started to pick it up. Um, Dane Jackson looks like he'll be next man up alongside Razzle Douglas. Let's hope he's got it. Um, but I wouldn't mind seeing Benford back. Um, Gabe Davis doesn't look like he'll play, but I mean that's although, yeah. Maybe this would have been big game, big game Gabe's day. He does like yeah, playing against the Chiefs, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, so we'll see. But there's there's a lot. I, I mean, so it's what we're saying. What we're saying. It's like the starting defense is going to be at the minute. How's it yeah. Going to you? What do you think? I think. Well, obviously, the front four speaks well, for itself. Are all right, aren't they? They 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 look like we've got mm-hmm. Floyd, Rousseau, Ed Oliver, and then Daquan Jones. Aikon Jones, yeah. 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 Uh, I think that's fine. I think then Bernard, I still corners, you've then, as you say, Mark, you've then got Dane Jackson and hopefully was all Douglas with yeah. fingers crossed clearing the concussion protocol, Taron Johnson, yeah. which then leaves you with yeah. oh, we didn't mention linebackers, sorry. Line linebackers is is big. We'd need Tyrell Dodson back. And then you're looking Dod- at oh. Dodson and whoever else. It would have definitely been Spectre, I think, but he's obviously he looks like he's if if Bernard can't go and he came out today in a press conference and said the ankle injury that he suffered was the same one he hurt against the Chargers on twenty third of this twenty third of December and he was pretty much playing the next week. Um, I would be be staggered if he plays. But if he if he doesn't, then I'm seeing I see a Klein Dodson linebacker four on there. I think what yeah. I think what you'll see is possibly a Klein and then a dime defense. So they bring on uh, is it is that Cam Lewis, Cam Lewis, Cam Lewis or Cam Lewis. as as Cam Lewis as the as the second nickel. Two nickels make a dime, which I only found out like three weeks ago. It's really obvious. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, two nickels make a dime. That's why they call it dime. Um, that that's what they'll do. I think they'll 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 push it more into the. Um, It'll just be interesting who they who they promote because say they can only promote two. Was it they can only promote two or three no, from the actual in practice playoffs, squad? You have, from the practice squad, no, you've got unlimited call ups from the practice squad in the playoffs. Yeah, no, I mean for oh, to activate them. Yeah, you can call up. Yeah. You can call up. They, there's no, you can't be able to play two, can't play two games, and then you can't play anymore. I mean, call up to the main ro- roster. Was that the same thing? I don't know. It's it's ten o'clock at night, and my brain's fried. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, still, still got three more days of dread as well. If I mind, think mind scrambling. I think the most important, and I, I say this is underrated, the most important player on that 
um, on that do not practice list is none of those that have been listed. It's actually Tyler Rapp. Explain. Yes, he's obviously he he played well against Miami, but he's he's been that one that can play that that nickel role. And if Johnson is going to be out, yeah, I have faith in Cam Lewis because he's actually earned the respect of of McDermott and this defense. But Taylor Rapps is that difference maker in the last few weeks or so. He's actually been one of the better defensive players. And then behind Maker Hyde and Jordan Poyer, you've got Hamlin and I remember who the other one is. Who's the other safety we had? No. I don't know. Well, Rapp's the third one behind Poyer, isn't he? Sorry, is it Sorry, Neil? Poyer, Hyde, Rapp, and Hamlin, haven't you? Yeah. And then, and then you're into then you're into like Sir Neil and Cam Lewis, aren't you? Cam Lewis is... Yeah. So you've got you've got nothing behind. So I say, out of anything, I would say the Rapp is the most important out of them. I'm just going through the list. Yeah. He's two. He, so I I don't think he's looking good. I think he'd be listed as more limited. But two but, two yeah. MP not good. Did, the only the only thing about Taylor Rapp is because he didn't play the previous week. You maybe hope he's sort of trying, he's not having to recover from an injury sustained against the Steelers. He's recovering from an injury sustained against the Dolphins. So maybe there's a chance that it that it heals what, up. But I just keep saying by Thursday, it's it's your chances are. But then I just I just look at it and it says that on the Wednesday is a walkthrough practice. So they're not really. Yeah, Wednesday you don't worry too much. Yeah, Wednesday you don't worry yeah. too much if they're not practicing. It's Wednesday it's and Thursday. Thursday. Because obviously you can practice Wednesday and sometimes they don't Thursday. But if you're <clears> two DMPs Wednesday, Thursday, it's it's more of a worry. Yeah. But let's let's get on to this defense just quickly. I mean, obviously everyone's favorite, well, apparently, when you've actually disowned him and then all of a sudden as soon as he actually makes a Decent play, you're all in love with him again, Mr. Elan. And interesting, obviously, he got but... disowned. There's no record of that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't prove that. You cannot prove anything. I'll, I'll go through it. Probably anything in this, in this age of AI, everything you can fake anything these days. Yeah, absolutely. I think it'd be really poor if you resulted to that, Matt. It's just not necessary. <laughs> Says the guy who's been Nash's number one fan since the beginning, before everyone else called called him called it uh, called it on draft day. No one else did called it. I called it before draft day. There's no evidence. <laughs> but no, he's obviously after that that shit series where he actually got done for pass interference, so he got picked on a bit. His against the receivers in the game, he had three targets attached to him against the Pittsburgh receivers, only one allowed one reception for 12 yards interception. And he's had got four interceptions already in his career. Now, okay. It doesn't sound a much in the moment. He'd obviously, he was joked and said he was a bust, but I just like to see how, um, Jones, I said that one Jones or someone actually said, came up and said, you don't know the history behind Elam or what he's actually going through. And the fact that, He's actually been able to come up and make a play. And I say George Pickens and Deontay Johnson, they are decent receivers. Oh, sure. They're, 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 Pickens is a wide receiver number one for, or can be a wide receiver number one. And Johnson is is a borderline number two wide receiver. When you've got no Douglas and no Benford, to have Elam actually hold his own on that is is great. And yeah, like, like I say, after that initial two, I mean, I'm looking at his, his things there. Yeah, he's got five five, ta- five tackles, one one pass defended. Um, yeah, you didn't hear much from him after that. Um, yeah, that's, and that's, that's a really good sign. So if if Rizal Douglas is bad, he it sounds like he can be called upon in the pinch. But mm. let's hope Rizal is good to go and takes out Rice for us on the uh, on Sunday. But it's yeah. just, it just, it, as I say, it shows the depth. I mean, Russo. Oh, I mean, you've got, to, you've got to hand it to McDermott, haven't you? you mm. depth, it's like they always say, de- depth is great until you need it. And this goes and back to my point. Guys coming this, on. this goes back to my point a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I know we won't talk about it too much on there, but Bobby Babich. Yes. Coach to secondaries. Yes. 
and all that is coastal linebackers and we haven't really seen that much of a drop off this season on linebackers when Milano's gone and when Bernard and in essence Dodson actually went off we still haven't seen that big drop off that we're worried about so you don't just put on there you put on coaching swell but that whole defense I mean even Von Miller actually had a sniting okay he didn't finish it but he he was actually um, disruptive two QB hits and almost got got himself a sack Near, near the end of, yeah, end of the game, final drive. But um, Russo had his um, yeah. Russo had his fifty ninth quarterback quarterback pressure. He's still he's still improving. Obviously, we've had obviously we've got Floyd and Ed Oliver again having a, a season, and it just shows that this defense really is starting to work a lot more. I think they're playing they're playing as a unit, and they're playing for each other i think that much is obvious as well and how much you want to put into team spirit and everyone working together does that overcome you know individual talent and individual um superstars on the team does the does the quality of the team over overcome that i'd argue that it does um but they're 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 starting almost to look like i always look for analogs i don't I don't want to jinx it by saying 2007 Giants or 2011 Giants, but they've got that sort of thing that they're not going to let this go. Getting on the run, getting on the run at the end of the season as well from a similar, yeah. a similarly dire position. I think, in, I think in terms of defense, it's the, the the collective is definitely better than the the sum of its parts at the moment, and that's mm. not to say mm. that we don't have some absolute ballers on defense because we we do at the moment. Um, Ed Oliver is like i don't care what your pff grade says you're one of the best interior defensive linemen in the league at the moment mm-hmm. absolute wrecking ball um i think the players off the edge the, the pass rush wasn't fantastic against the steelers i don't think but um they they made some important plays but it's this i think i've banged on about it every week but the linebacker core it was the, the the next man up mentality that that group has had throughout this entire season, right from next man up after Trumaine Edmonds went, then Milano's injury, and everyone that's come in has done incredibly well. Down to AJ Klein, massive props to him. The guy was going on yeah. his holidays. Yeah, yeah. Um, got, got a call. How do you fancy coming, putting together one last little playoff run for the Bills, try and win a Super Bowl? Um, has convinced his family to let him do it because they were like about to head off somewhere. Comes and leagues the lead, leagues the team and tackles. Mm. Yeah. Unreal. And yeah. um, seven solos. Yeah, brilliant. yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. And um, you know, there's I don't think there's many teams in the league around at the moment that have got that similar collective spirit on the defensive side of the ball. They have. They've bailed out the offense sometimes this season, and um, the way that they're playing and continue to play is just—it's—it's it's on another level. And mm. if we've got the Eagles to thank us for anything, it does feel like there's been a bit of a mentality shift since that game, and how like it kind of the defense let it slip away and, and threw it away a little bit towards the end. It hasn't happened since then. Yeah. And, you know, maybe that was maybe that was almost the defeat we needed to to kick our asses to get them into gear because they've been spectacular since then. Yeah, I mean, we even, I mean, we haven't even mentioned the offense yet, and that it's still still work in progress. There's still a few plays that I think Joe Brady wants to probably would want back. I mean, we still can't execute a proper screen game. Um, maybe we had one, or, we had a couple, but not many. And it's just you see the coach, you see his reaction when he's actually um, on a couple of those runs when they actually went back to when they went to the box. You just see him jumping, not doing a Ken Dorsey and smashing everything, but actually <laughs> swear if you lip sync, you're actually swearing and rating <laughs> yeah. the fact that this offense has put together a, a game that actually can that and. Um, a season since he touched come on that can really um what's the best word dominate or 
really extend this winning run that we're currently on and actually make us an offense to be to be feared because we can beat you in any in any way. Yeah, I think I, I mean I think each week the passing games got slightly oh. better. It was it was quite they didn't need it against Dallas. It was a bit out of sorts against the Chargers, but they did enough. It was a bit better again against the Patriots. It was better again against the Dolphins. And I think it was better again when it needed to be against the Steelers. And they've still got a running game. They've got the balance of the running game. They've got the passing game. They've got the two tight ends. Though they're actually, they don't seem to play them at the same time. They play one tight end and, and slot them out, but that's fine. Um, they've probably got two, three, four, and Josh Allen as the as the wild card um, scrambling, which means if you're a defense and you put a spy on and he doesn't run, then you, you, you're giving up a man and you've probably got a one-on-one somewhere. Um mm-hmm. Yes, they've got three or four different ways that that offense can win, and if they don't turn it over, which they didn't last, which they didn't last last week against the Steelers, then I think that makes them very difficult to beat. And 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 bringing the Chiefs in again, the Chiefs are lucky to get have been lucky to get over twenty points for mo- most of the games this season. I think they only average twenty one. Bills can mm. get 27, 28. I think in a number of different ways. Yeah, and Chiefs can't defend the run either. I went back and watched the Chiefs game earlier today, and the Chiefs' run defense is isn't isn't good. Their 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 no. rush was all right, and their coverage was pretty good, but their run defense isn't isn't very good at all. I still I mean, think I still think this is this is the best Chiefs defense that there has been in the Mahomes era. Um, they've, possibly, they've a yeah. bit like a, a bit like ours has. Their defense has bailed them out of certain games where their their offense hasn't been clicking. Yeah. Um, you're right. They they are more susceptible to the run, but um, they are th- that's a pretty that's a pretty talented defense at the moment. I think you're right. Secondary and and rushing the passer, they are a strong group. Mm. I think I think looking at it, I mean, obviously the, the way this offense is built. I mean, Shakir has obviously been a godsend on there. Obviously, he's averaging. 15.7 yards um reception and out of his 611 receiving yards he's had 282 or after the catch you got stefan diggs who actually um started to get a bit more got a bit more involved targeted seven times for 57 yards but it's it's refreshing to see that he's actually starting to throw to different receivers i mean hearty had the 34 yard pass i mean shakir latavius murray had a couple dawson knox only had really one reception king k3 and and i'll say run games well james cook 18 for 79 and josh allen okay his, his figures are inflated a little bit with that amazing 52 yard run but it, him and ty johnson cook and johnson were the only running back used murray was there just for pass blocking and obviously it's actually with the all injuries. It means playoff Lenny is now no longer a Buffalo Bill playoff Lenny, and it just shows that it just shows that they've got more confidence in what Ty Johnson can do, and maybe they're going to use Murray more as your as your pass blocking, your running back three, and go with the combination of Cook and Johnson going forward. You've got yeah. Allen that be able to scramble. We can do design plays for him. I think I think Ty Johnson's looked really really solid since he's come in. He's 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 really impressed me. He's picked up some some crucial first downs um, on some hard running. He looks like he's um, definitely got something about him. And um, yeah, I've I've got no issue with with continuing to to back him as opposed to um, Fournette. Yeah, fine. I'm I'm good with it. Yeah. And it's just it's just all good to it's just all good to see because as I say, we've got I mean Alan only threw for two hundred and three yards, three touchdowns, two hundred and three yards on twenty one attempts, but he still looked he still looked good. And it's the formations. I mean, as I said, Knox and Kincaid weren't on there very often, and I think it's more the move away from the two tight end personnel that that Dorsey wanted to run. And and Brady's found out that or probably looked and said that's probably not the right type of formation that we yeah. can actually that that suits that suits us 
and that's it's been, one, it's been one or the other. Yeah, it's been one or the other, and I'm fine with that. I um I I think that um Kincaid looks more far more of a weapon in offensively, um, and that's what he was brought in to be is that that um, key difference maker, especially in the red zone. Um, still drops the odd one, but he's still learning. And I, I think, you know, I think back to the, the draft when I can't remember the name of the guy, um, but said, you know, if um, if the NFL allows the Buffalo Bills to draft Dalton Kincaid, then they're going to have to deal with what they are. Uh, they're going to have to cope with it because it's they're their own worst enemy for allowing that to happen. And he's so proving he's um, he's growing to be more of a weapon the some of the passes he catches certainly down the the sideline were great and a great touchdown as well so yeah i'm mm. um, loving me some dalton kincaid i think i called that one on the draft as well i can't remember I, I yeah, you there's, that, there's right? no way to know there's no there's just no way there's to no, know. no 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 no, no, no we can't we can't tell no it's all just rumor and yeah, yeah, rumor, spe- rumor and speculation yeah you, you got lucky on that one <laughs> <laughs> You got lucky on that one. I got lucky on Elam the year before, right? Yeah. You, that never one. Called, you never called Elam. <laughs> prove it. Prove it to me I didn't. You, you can't prove it that you did. Yeah, I can. No, no, there's no there's no evidence. Well, did you destroy yeah. the episode, did you? Absolutely, yeah. It's been ah, lost, fair lost, enough. lost at sea. All right. But yeah, no, I mean I mean, we're moving on then. So we now actually get to face we get to see Mahomes on the road in the playoffs. We get yeah. home finally. First time. Okay. Yeah. Well, first time that's not a neutral site. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But first time actually in a meaningful playoff game. Yeah. Yes. Actually away from home. And are we going to see, what are we going to see from, from the game? I mean, obviously the key for us is how many of those injuries we get back. And how many are going to be out to do it? But yeah. we played them earlier in the season. We actually, we actually beat them. We seem to beat them at Arrowhead during the um, during the season. But we struggle in the playoffs there. But new, well, new venue. I, is there I anything from really the first game once, that you're worried only, about? I think we've only struggled once against them in the playoffs, which is the 2020 playoffs i think the 2021 was you know the, the 13, game everyone want, wants 13 to seconds and all that oh yeah. game i don't think that would that was a struggle that was an epic it's still i just wish i had more bills memories of classic games that we won because that's probably mm. the best game i've ever seen i think yeah. i don't think i i can't think of a better game than i said i just wish there was a, there was one we could have we could have got on the way and maybe this one maybe this one will be a classic that we win i mean um, going back to the 20 2017 win at Arrowhead this year. Is there anything that you've seen from that game onwards from the Chiefs that make you think, shit, they're going to have a, they're potentially going to come in there and they could actually really tear us apart? I think Rice has come on as a, as a receiver. I think the running game is pretty good. I, I think it it it's quite good. I I they're still having to rely on Mahomes, and I think a lot of the argument about why the Chiefs will win is more based on reputation rather than the season's record. It's based on well, they've won the Super Bowl twice. They 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 always win it in the big games. You can't ever count Mahomes out. He always he, you know he pulls he'll always pull a rabbit out of the hat, and he'll always win. But. I just don't think that there's enough there that could consistently hurt. I'm not saying the Chiefs can't win. They absolutely can. But what I am saying is I think if the Bills play their best game, they win. I don't think that... I think as good as the Chiefs' defence is, they will still potentially give up 24-27 to Josh Allen, as good as you are, because you're getting, what, 10-11 possessions. That's four scoring possessions, three touchdowns and a field goal. If you want to be all sort of analytical about it, you get five or six and a half, don't you? Something like that. They control If the Bills control the possession, if they can run the ball, I think they get 24-27. And if we get three or four players back, I think you hold the Chiefs to twenty. You'll get Mahomes will get two touchdowns because they always will. You just need a couple of big stops, and I think our defense will. I'm probably jumping to the finish a little bit. <laughs> I think we have to. I think we run the ball well, 
and we play good defence against them. And I think we will score enough points. Yeah, I think like thinking back to the game that we played there, they obviously had no Isaiah Pacheco mm-hmm. um, in that game, which would, he's he's a massive difference maker for them. We pretty much stopped Clive Edwards-Alaire doing anything in that match. Um, we will need to be very strong. <coughs> I think the game against the Steelers proved that we can in that they had an excellent tandem in um, in Jalen Warren and Najee Harris coming into the game off the back of a, a couple of really, really strong performances that they've had, and, and they did very, very little against us. So that's something. Um, I mean, the, the two weapons, it's Kelsey and Rice, isn't it? That's, that's really what we need to worry about. And let's not forget that they were a... Kadarius Tony lining up, lining up in the lining up in the wrong place, away from winning that match. Um, you know that was they scored the touchdown would have meant that we weren't even having this conversation um, because we'd have been long gone had that had that go um, stand. Mm. We still had a minute with three timeouts and the flag was thrown at the time, so you don't know how the defense would have been reacting. They would have seen the flag would have gone, so they they knew it would must have been a snap. I get your point. I don't think we'll have to worry about Tony playing too much though. Um because I think he's, he was inactive in the last game, wasn't he? So let's not let's not worry about him. Let's um, worry about penalties because it's uh, Sean Hercules. Oh uh, so yeah, we're, so yeah, we're, we're we're playing the Chiefs and the officials in this game yeah, because his record in the Chiefs eight and two. God almighty. Um so yeah, it's very important to stop Travis Kelsey. That I mean, I, th- I think we you need to accept that they are likely to have, you know, between five and eight receptions, between fifty and eighty yards, fifty and ninety yards. That's mm. just going to happen. The one thing that still boded bodes well for me, I think, a little bit is that um, even against the Dolphins, there were still quite a few instances where they were getting into the red zone and then the the offence looked like it stalled quite a bit and there was a few field goals that should have potentially been touchdowns that they didn't manage to they didn't manage to convert. That bodes well for us. There's the the, the off the Chiefs offense, it's still Patrick Mahomes, it's still Travis Kelsey. They're still going to score points. They're still good. It's still the Chiefs, it's still Andy Reid, you know, you can't you mm. absolutely can't write them off. But they're not clicking as well as they have done. It's, I don't think beating the Dolphins like they did with all the injuries on that the Dolphins had on defense. I don't think to me is a. It wasn't a massive get right game for them. It, that was no. exactly what that was exactly what they should have done against a defense that was so banged up as the Dolphins. And, and the Dolphins they, were broken at that no, point. They, yeah, yeah. They, you know, they they just had nothing left. Exactly, like, and they yeah. and they still only scored twenty six points. Yeah. Um, you know, considering the, the amount of injuries, like I think a, a Chiefs team from two years ago probably put some 40 plus in that game, yeah. but they're not quite that team at the moment. I think you, you look at the points that they've been scoring recently, they only scored 30, 13 points, admittedly, with a much weakened team against the Chargers, 25 against the Bengals, 14 against the Raiders, 27 against the Patriots, 17 against us. 19 against the Packers. They're not scoring loads mm. and loads and loads of points. Yeah. 17 against the Eagles. You know, it's there's not that many, even in games that they're winning. <clears throat> so I think you're right. I think if we score, if we can score 28 points, yeah. I think we've got a really, really, really good chance. Yeah. I think, you know, four, four one... touchdowns. That's it. Yeah. That's so and you can do that. And we should well. We should have scored four touchdowns. We could have scored four touchdowns in like the first quarter and a half against the Steelers. Yeah, so I would I would also love it if they did what the Packers did. And we've got this massive thing about deferring the kickoff so that we mm. get it at the start of the second half. I would love us if we've got the option to take the ball, go and drive down the field, and go and score a touchdown first possession of the game. Set the mm. tone, get points on the board right from the start, and oh. then. Um, be confident that you can defend it straight away afterwards. I would love, and I think even the analytics point towards that you're better off taking the ball now to start the game, but mm. no one, no one still, no one does it. Yeah, I think except I think, Dan Campbell when it works for them. Yeah, mm. I think, I think looking at it, I think what we need, we need 
this we need another wide obviously we've got the wide receiver stepping up but if Gabe Davis is not going to be not going to be fit to play you saw what Legereus Sneed did to Tyreek Hill on yeah. on in that game he pretty much shut him down as best possible when obviously Tyreek didn't really get that much of what he actually wanted so making two or go to to different reads if Snead does that to Diggs, we are definitely going to need Shakir to step up, Kincaid to step up. We need more of our wide receivers to step up. There's no no doubt that they will, because we've seen over and over time that Shakir is becoming a more reliable favourite target for him. Harty's yep. starting to get involved. Sherfield, okay, he's had drops, but he's had some games where he's actually done all right on the limited receptions he's had. But we've got the we've got the receivers there. We just really need to hold that line and give Allen just that little bit of time to go through his progression and actually get and either dump it down to Cook or scramble if he can't go if he can't go to a Diggs or a Shakira or a Kincaid. That's actually going to be a really really important thing because the the offensive line in the game against Kansas City when we played at Arrowhead did not have a good game. No. There, was a lot of there was a lot of pressure on Allen early and often. Um, and it told him that we only managed to score 20 points ourselves. And how well they play will make a massive difference. They have Some games they're incredible. Some games they're, it's not as good. I, I, I feel like they had a pretty good game against the Steelers. Um, but they really, really need to step up and withhold this, this Chiefs pass rush that will be coming after Allen like probably more than any other team in the NFL do. Um, I Spagnolo is a is a good defensive coordinator and he's one that will get after you. Um, so our offensive line is going to have to have a good game. Shakia, yeah, they'll come uh, after you on first down and second down, and then then yeah. they'll leave it till third. They won't just do it on third and seven. They'll they'll no, come they'll, after you. They're coming after you. Well. Yeah, <laughs> Khalil Shakir to me feels like he's. He makes two or three amazing plays every every match. I don't feel like I can't remember the last time he dropped a ball. Has he dropped one in like since mid, mid November? I just can't remember him dropping. He might drop one or one, possibly two. But I think that was mainly because of a defensive play rather than him throwing it open receiver and actually dropping it. So I think I think that's probably that was the only time I think. I'm trying to remember back, but Three three receptions on three targets for this game against Pittsburgh, um, only thirty one yards, but obviously the the massive touchdown, mm. um, and yeah, he's he, to me he's become a a pretty important figure. I can see it being if if Snead does do what you said and and blankets digs as much as possible, I can see it getting spread around a lot, and we'll see a lot of like four or five targets for most. Most receivers, Kincaid, Diggs, um, Shakir, Knox, Cook. Um, they're Cook, all maybe, RC, it could be, yeah, it could like a four, four or five for six yeah. receivers. Like, I think, you know. it will, I think it'll be, I think it'll be spread, share the love. Um, and let's be honest, even if he does blanket Diggs, it's not as though Diggs has been massively productive yeah. and crucial in the last couple of months. So it's, you know, if he takes away your number one target and it's like, okay, but was he number one? You know, Kincaid had seven more yards than him on four less receptions in this game. Um, Deontay Harty only had one reception and was only 18 yards less than Diggs. So it's, mm. um, you know, there's there are other options. And I quite like that in a way. I remember that um, one of my favourite offences that I've watched in recent times was that, that Falcons team with Shanahan as the offensive coordinator. The team yeah. that managed to throw away the 27-3 in the Super Bowl. And oh, yeah. that they didn't have kind of that that really number one receiving target. They was well well known for everyone having like contributing a, a, like so many people and having a lot of people catch a pass in a game. And like I, I kind of like that. I feel like it's it, you don't want your number one weapon to be too crucial, especially in playoff time, because yeah. it gets double triple teamed in a game. And you've got no other choice. We we're not suffering from that at the moment, so that's that's a good thing. 
No. I remember the Viking, the Vikings team of a few years ago did a similar thing. They had like eight, nine different receivers, and they would almost do. They would almost go through like as a carousel. They yeah. like they wouldn't even go to the same one twice. Kind of thing. They'd go to the end of the line and then start again. Yeah, um, it must make it, it must make it really difficult to scheme against because you think yeah. well, we've got we've got to protect against digs, and if you like, you've got to do that. And but then it doesn't make a difference. And if you don't, then maybe digs goes off for. 150 yards and two touchdowns yeah yeah it's going to be interesting i mean as you as you say the key is going to be the the offense is trenches again especially on the offensive side because we we know and and we saw that they got completely manhandled and josh really didn't have much much chance and this obviously was on the back of that game after the eagles where they were a bit down but You've seen how much it's grown and the continuity is still there. That, that they've all played pretty much, started every single game. Torrance is the only one that's actually, um, that that's played every single snap of every single game, yeah. including the playoffs. As a rookie. Yeah, as a rookie. Um, and he's hmm. still, okay, he's had teething problems, but... He is still there, and that's what the that's the best thing that we need right now is that continuity. And I think over time, it's actually started to work. And the way Brady's now um, calculated and actually remodeled this offense in a short amount of time, it actually helped us a little bit more compared to the previous Chiefs. Because what we were a second game in, one or two games in from of Brady that like Chief game from the mm-hmm. first game. We've had many, many weeks from there on, and this this defense, this offensive line, has started to look a bit more solid. And the plays themselves have actually really helped us in getting in getting away. Yeah. But the only thing I can say is that and I found this quite funny that we're actually one and zero in the playoffs since um, since Josh Allen's been with Peppa Pig. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, you can't. You can't. That's just. That's just science. You can't deny that. <laughs> yeah. But but in fact, in actual fact, his last four um, wild card games. This is an interesting stat. He's three hundred fifty yards per game on average in his last four games on average. One hundred twenty six point three passer rating, thirteen touchdowns, two interceptions, and a four and record. He is he is a playoff guy. He's a guy that lives for the big game, and I can definitely see him having another big game this year, this week. Yeah, and he seems to, as much as it seems like it's like a game of chess with that. He does seem to have have most defensive coordinators' numbers. I don't think there's been really been one, especially in the Chiefs game, where one defensive coordinator that really has limited what he can do. And really affected him that badly that it's cost it's cost Bills games, especially against the Chiefs. Yeah, not not really in the playoffs, no, because they they kind of, I think they know who they are at this point, and they know they know what they're um, they know what they're about. I mean, the only the only way you could potentially stop him is if you have a spy, and it, you kind of do what the Jets did, which is you sort of try and tempt him into into making a risky throw or something like that. That's about the, that's about the only way that you could. But as long as he keeps his head. And, mm. and the Steelers game is actually a really good example of taking what they give you and just yeah. doing short, short, obvious passes and moving the ball down the field. And if you've got a run game, that'll do it. Yeah, you know, for me, for me, it's, for me, it's the run game. It's the, it's the run game going forward for the Bills on offense. And it's and, and against the Chiefs run defense, because if they can keep the um Clock ticking. If they can keep those five, six, seven minute possessions, you're limiting. Mm-hmm. You, you can get it down to that. You're getting it almost down to you know eight possessions a game, and you yeah. can make two, two, you know, two, two, three stops. You're the, you're almost guaranteeing that a team's only going to get 20, 21 points, aren't they? Yeah. So, and and since twenty twenty, the Bills are seventeen and zero when Josh Allen doesn't turn over the ball. Yeah. Hmm. We pretty much could. We're pretty much a Super Bowl run, pretty much when he doesn't turn over the um the ball. So the that, ball so the ball security is is the key. Yeah. Is really the key. I think if if he doesn't turn it over and he plays like he played 
previously, then it's going to be it's going to be good. We are going to have a good game. It's going to be an interesting game because, let's say, both quarterbacks are really good quarterbacks, really good offenses, and all that. But I just think we have enough to actually um, to do it, and we're going to go to players to watch and predictions. So, yeah. who, wants, who wants to go first on on that one? I had a really good week last week. <laughs> yeah. Really, really solid. Very happy with that. Yeah. Um, They've made very good contributions, both of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of them is still even on the team. <laughs> yeah. It was so good. He didn't need to come back. <laughs> well, thank um, you. You've done your job. Bye bye. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna say on on defense, I'm gonna say Razzle Douglas. Um back. Pockets Rashi Rice um, and has a has a good game. To it, pick six. Nice. Ooh, yeah, I'll take pick that. Six for Razul Douglas. Um, and on the offensive side of the ball, let's go with James Cook. Big game, hundred yards, um, hundred plus yards rushing, a uh, couple of touchdowns. Okay. They, feel, they, they feel like safer picks than Damar Hamlin and um, Leonard Fournette. <laughs> <laughs> no bit out there. Uh, damn it, because I was going to say James Cook. So I will say, well, like, well, last week I went Osiris Torrance because I was worried about how his O-line play was. And I saw that he did some really good run blocking for James Cook. So if he keeps that going, that would be great. And my guy, Dane Jackson, uh, played, uh, played really well. I thought no flag on the DPI, which was borderline. And I know the Steelers were whinging about it, but I thought that was I thought that was actually fair. He was on the edge, but he he, he got away with it, so he's learned something. So I will say, offensively, I think it's going to be run game again. I'm going to say, it's like, it's like I'm going to say Ty Johnson, just just pick up some pick up some key runs. I, I am I am fixated on the run game. I think that's going to be good. So I think maybe two two good two good running performances. And defensively, I'm just going to say Von Miller. I, think he, I, think he's, I just I think just maybe, does, maybe. Does he still play for us? I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> well, maybe it was that final drive and, and <clears throat> you know, maybe it was that late burst or maybe whatever he's got going on and he knows it's the divisional round and he has to step up and under the big lights, maybe he just he pulls out a sack. No, he didn't do a lot, but maybe he just pulls out one crucial play. At the moment, maybe one sack, one pass breaker, one tip ball, something like that. I'm not saying that just applies to three million a year, but wouldn't it be might. quite the story though if this, if this is like suddenly this is, this is where he goes on his tear in these yeah. next three games and he just goes mental and he becomes the like the, the guy at the start of last season who is immense. Yes, um, if he comes back and plays like that. That would be that would be it. Yeah. Probably more in hope than expectation, but it'll it'll, it'll give me something to look out for in the game anyway. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Right. For me, I'm going with, I'm going with Shakir. Cool. I'll say, if if Gabe Davis isn't, isn't going, then you've got to see a big game from Shakir and we've known what he can actually do. Um, He's, he's undoubtedly been probably the most improved player on this on this def- on this on this whole team, with the exception probably of Bernard, on there, and he's really established himself in this in this offense. And a guy that that daughter that Brady and Allen both trust quite a lot. And defense, I'm going with AJ Klein. Okay, I'm going because if Bernard is is out, then you're expecting. And Spectres out. You're expecting it to be Dodson and and Klein on there, and Klein. He's always been that 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 under the radar quality middle linebacker or reliable linebacker that you actually need. And in previous games, whether it be this season, last season, or a few seasons before with the Bills, he's always been there or thereabouts at the top and come up with some really good plays. And if we are if if Pacheco, which obviously is going to be back, and obviously Edwards Hilaire are going to be there, the Chiefs are going to try to look to run more and actually um, look to work Kelsey in the middle. You're going to need AJ Klein to and Dawson to step up a lot more to 
to really limit it and to actually affect it. And even with this front four getting there, I still I think that Klein has enough in him to actually um to to again come out on top and be one of the top tacklers in the um this in this game for the Bills. One thing, one thing we've always suffered from that I've, if you go back and watch some of our um, our playoff recent heartbreak playoff defeats, we've like our tackling in the games that we've lost has been appalling, almost without fail. Some of it against the Chiefs, some against the Bengals in that embarrassment last year, and then well, it's been like that. Every it's been like that all season. We've had the the missed tackles, the broken tackles, and all that. It's, I, it's I, I feel I feel like recently they've been more hurrying to the ball and it doesn't feel like that's something that's blighting us quite as much in this recent defense um so i think that's going to be really important that that stays up you know we're, we're to the ball early and we don't let men miss um because like you, you what I, do, I really don't want patrick mahomes to have that run where he's he's scrambling around and then running in his stupid little rabbit fashion that he does, and suddenly he's 50 yards down the field, and, oh, no one does it like Pat Mahomes. I just <laughs> don't want there to see that play at all. Fucking smash him. Mm. Take his yeah. head off. So let's get the score predictions. Ooh. I'm going I'm going to go first on this one. I'm going 28-24. <laughs> okay. I'll go second because that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I will go. I'm going to. All right, then let's because I can't go say the, the exact same thing. I will say 28 27. That's not going to be good for the blood pressure. I'm going <laughs> to say Bills 27 20. 27 20. Okay, right. And. I hope everyone's got the uh, the next morning off or you're planning sleeps because I'll see 11.30, 11.30 our time kickoff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be a great game. I know, I believe I've read somewhere that the Fitzrover Bell and the London lot have actually got the bell open. So get on to them. Lock yeah. Lock in, lock in. Love it. So definitely, definitely look at them and actually try and get registered for there. I think they may do walk-ins depending on numbers, um, but it's going to be a late one. Hopefully, we come through unscathed. Uh, hopefully, it's a win. We actually, well, hopefully, we know it should be a win. Let's send Mahomes packing. Let's take. Let's send Taylor Swift packing if she's going to yeah. brave the snow of Buffalo, I'm even though she came before, didn't she? And what's going to be ace, boys? You've heard it here first. When we win this game, we're also going to be hosting the AFC Championship game. Ooh, that's you're, a... you're, taking, you're, taking, you're taking my wife's team, the Texans. I'm saying, so I'm saying the Texans. Texans go, do the go, Ravens. Go into Baltimore on the crest of a wave against a team that hasn't played in two weeks and catches them cold. CJ Stroud has got this little bit of magic in a bottle at the minute and and does them and we're we're hosting the Texans in in awesome. a week and a half's time. That would be fantastic. Isn't it? I mean the thing is, Stroud, I I'd love that to happen. I think the Ravens will probably grind them down over four quarters. But CJ Stroud is going to go in there playing with house money without any fear. Yeah. And, and if he like, might he might just throw it throw it throw out of his mind and, and they, they just pull it pull it. And team that team that um, is going to grind them down, has got this elite-level defence, mm. and is probably just going to have a little bit too much. Well, that's exactly what we said about them when they played the Browns. Um, yes. It exactly didn't, care, didn't care and absolutely battered them. Yeah, um, they did. And, and the Browns were had some momentum of their own. The, the Ravens, and this is why I don't like the resting everybody in week, in week um, no. the, the last week of the season. Um, it, like... Two weeks off, great from your health perspective, brilliant. But you're also cold, mm. and yeah. Well, I mean, let's see. This there, there's history for Baltimore in this, where they did exactly this. I think it was about three or four years ago. It's Tennessee, and they shut the bed and lost. So yeah, um, I can see it happening again. I'm saying yeah. Texans, Texans at Buffalo. Fair enough. So 
so make sure that everyone follows the three of us on our on our socials follow the podcast follow the uk bills on on twitter instagram and all that hopefully we'll be uh come back to you after the um next week actually uh in celebratory mood actually previewing as mark actually um is going to boldly predict a uh home championship uh home hey, championship and, I, and, as, and as we know from, and as we know from my uh my predictions of a big week for Fournette <laughs> and Damar Hamlin. I am. I am nothing. You got to be due a good one. You got to be got to be due a win. I've got to get it right somewhere. Surely. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Just just keep keep following us. Um, keep following us uh, and enjoy wherever you're watching the game. And for Mark, Robin, myself, Matt, it's good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you for, for listening and let's go Buffalo Bills. Yeah, no, no, no. You don't know anything about Mark? You don't know anything about Mark? Huh? That's who we are. Bills on three. One, two, three. Bills.